to We Can Wire um, 75th episode, actually. Big milestone. So, yeah, big milestone. Um, I don't know if we ever thought we would get this far, but... It's honestly, no, like 50 was a lot. Um, and I think we hit 50, like early college. Maybe. Yeah, we hit 50 a while back, honestly. Uh, yeah. Um, things slowed down a little bit the last couple of years, but uh, yeah, we're still going. Still going strong. 75, man. That's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, 75 is a big deal. Okay. Well, even a bigger deal, maybe. Um, Giannis decided that he would sign his $228 million five-year Supermax extension to stay with the Bucks until, you know, the near future. Um, that news came out yesterday, and it was a huge deal. So the deadline, I think, that he would have had to sign it by was in about a week, but he decided to go a little early. And this is obviously a huge victory for Milwaukee, huge victory for all the small market teams. Um, what was your initial reaction to that just as it happened? Uh, it was wow. And then it's like, I, I guess Drew Holiday really paid off for him. Um, they gave up a lot. And if, I mean, if that was, and it seems like that was a very big uh, piece in, in signing Giannis, then it's all worth it. Um, I think this makes them a very, very attractive location now for, for the next two, three years. Um, and I really think that it, it's like, I, I'm all in on the box this year. Um, I really like how they are, um, and I think this at least gives them one less worry, gives them one less talking point around them, and uh, I, I love it for them. Yeah, there should – I mean, there should be no drama surrounding them, at least for this year and probably the next yep. – you would think at least two years. Um, yes, you can – yes, you could demand a trade, but I don't see that yeah, happening yeah. for at least, you know, until at least like 2022 at the earliest, and that's if they're – underachieving and I think we both think that they're going to be just as good or better than they were in 2019 when they almost made the finals so um you would think like even getting to the conference finals would just be enough for now if he's if he's signing the contract and you know of course he's he's getting better Giannis is um every season he's adding stuff to his game if he can become a better shooter it'll go a long way um now you had Holiday and just his contribution, defending those top point guards in the East. You got Kyrie, Kimba, players like that. That can go a long way for them because that's something that they they didn't really have a lot of answers for in the past. So, um, and so even Jimmy, yeah. if even yeah, someone, I mean, Drew gives them a lot of versatility at the guard position, um, and, and like the East is now a pretty guard heavy uh, conference uh, at this point. And so I think it really will help, um, especially in the playoffs. And I mean, Milwaukee's defense has been you know, top in the NBA for the last two, three years anyway. Um, so I think this just kind of pushes them over the edge. Uh, and, and I think the offensive side of the ball is, is also a little bit uh, underrated for Drew. I think he brings a lot more versatility, um, probably some more consistent shooting as well than Bledsoe did. Um, and I oh, think that yeah. helps a lot. Um, yeah. You know, when the offense kind of starts stagnating, I think it really will help to have Drew um, in some of those close games where you kind of saw the Bucks just kind of fall away in the fourth a little bit. And sometimes they're looking for another, you know, additional look to score. And I think Drew really gives them that more so than, than Bledsoe did. I mean, Drew is just better. He's better than Bledsoe in pretty much every conceivable way. I don't, 
I don't I think really, so. Yeah. I can't really think of something that Bledsoe is better at. Maybe you could argue for like maybe dribble drive, like getting to the rim, but even that I yeah. think it's so narrow that um, when you, when you account for the, <laughs> he wasn't doing it very well in the playoffs. Yeah. So. yeah you account for the streaking, <laughs> streaky shooting that Bledsoe's had and you account for just the, the total change in defense. I think you have to give Drew the edge in playmaking too. So um, I, I think so. Big upgrade there for sure. Well, the only two fan bases that I think were, were upset about this um, would be Dallas, the number one, um, because, you know, obviously him going to join Luca, potentially Porzingis, if they could somehow make that work, would be devastating um, for the next, you know, 10 years. But, yeah. Uh, uh, and then Toronto was a sort of dark horse, but you have to think even after – if even after they locked up Van Vliet, um, you would think that Lowry would probably be on his way out if they had signed Giannis and Miami sort of went out the door with that damn um, max extension to the, the math had, or they had to jump through a lot of hoops in order to make that work. Had they been able to sign Giannis in 2021. So um, a victory, a rare victory in the NBA for the small market team. Um, that's not something that we've seen a lot in the last couple of years. I think the most, the biggest um, win for a small market team before this, I would say it's probably Paul George resigning with OKC when everyone thought he was going to LA. Yeah. Um, I mean, Paul George and Westbrook with OKC was yeah. probably the biggest. Them staying as long as they actually did. Um, of course, for Paul George, yeah. he was out, he was out a year later, but um, right. at the time that was, that was sort of seen as a huge, as a huge deal, especially since he yeah. telegraphed himself going to the Lakers before that. Um, yeah. I and think, I think this one is much more, much less likely to end up in that Paul George situation. Yeah, this one is a lot less like, yeah, the just, just because of the size of the contract, just because yeah. if you're signing the supermax, um, it's different than like, get, he, it's different than Paul George having, having been traded to OKC, just maybe something he didn't even sign off on. I'm, I'm, I think right. whenever the jury's, the jury's sort of sort of still out on that. Um, it seemed like he was unhappy when he first got there, but um, yeah, this, this could either lead to a sort of Dirk like career for Giannis where he's with the same franchise for years and years and years or sort of a Tim Duncan parallel. Um, and that's yeah. really rare. Yeah, and, and Tim Duncan was the only other person like uh, me and my friend were talking about it. And like, he's the only other person that really stayed on a small market team for. Yeah. Even Dallas. Know. Yeah. Even with the dirt thing. Dallas, Dallas, kind of a big, Dallas is a yeah. pretty big market compared to Milwaukee. Yeah. So yeah. If, you're, if you're thinking about teams that have guys that have stayed, um, I guess Reggie Miller would come to mind. A few other yeah. guys. Um, um, Indiana is a little bit different, I think, because of how yeah. big basketball is there, but yeah, it, it's, um, it's rare. What, what's, what yeah. we're seeing here. And um, I mean, I think, we both would hope unless some golden opportunity opens up for him. It, it, I mean, if obviously if they're winning titles, you want him to stay. Um, it's right. it would be oh, fun yeah. to have a solid team at the top of the East for years to come to challenge some of those yeah. great teams in the West that I'm sure either up and coming already there like the Lakers, but um, yeah. And Boston, Milwaukee, it should be a very, very good series for years to come now. Yes. So it's going to be them giving out, getting over the hump of Milwaukee. Um, and that's fun. That's something that's parallels that you that even go back to the eighties with the roles reversed um, yep. with, you know, Detroit getting over the hump of Boston. And, um, it's just, I think, it, I think there's no downside for this if, unless you're a Dallas or maybe Toronto fan, but yeah. I think overall it's hard to make an argument that this is bad for the league. Um, 
this is definitely what most people wanted to happen. Yeah, and I think it keeps uh, somewhat of a balance of, of power, if you will. Um, yeah, I think you really need a, a big star in the East. Um, jury's still out on what's going to happen with Brooklyn, and we'll see how Miami does in the second second year in a row um, if they can pull it off. But I, I think you really need a big star in the East and, and a team that is going to be contending every year for the next five six years. Um, and, and so I think it helps to to keep. Giannis in the East, and I think it helps to keep him in Milwaukee. Um, Toronto would have been an interesting experiment. Um, I, I know you were kind of a big fan of that, um, and you really liked them uh, getting Giannis, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that, that Milwaukee team, they've done everything to, to try and keep him. They're building around him, um, and we'll see. And I think he took some of that loss this year to Miami on his own shoulders, more so than the rest of the team. Um, and so I think you know, we'll see an inspired Giannis this year. Well, if for just the city of Milwaukee, um, this is probably the biggest victory basketball-wise for them um, since maybe the them winning, winning the, the title, title. almost yeah. years ago. Um, I think the closest they got was like 2001, whenever they made like the conference they finals. Probably should have won the Eastern Conference Finals. They were up, yeah. You know, they were up 2-0 in 2019. Um, but even then, they would have ran into the Warriors and most likely lost. Um, well, it was an injured Warriors team, so I don't know. Yeah, it, it would have been close. I, I, I do think, um, yeah, there are a lot of moving parts there. But one, yeah. I think they were definitely closer, although they most likely would have gotten rolled by the Lakers. Yeah. I think that <laughs> Lakers team was really good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for just that city, those fans have been through a lot. Just, just for people talking about him leaving. Um, it was something that yeah. like, there's been a lot of talk today and yesterday about like the, the jump, the, the jump, which is a show on ESPN. Um, how, and just how much they were talking about this leading up to it. And the joke now is like, what are they going to talk about now? So, right. Even, Honestly. And there was a reaction from media people being like, Hey, like this isn't over yet. He could leave in three years. But I, I don't think that's something that I think you'd start thinking about later down the road yeah um like that's a okay you underperform the next two years okay then the conversation starts coming back up again but yeah that's not a conversation i think that, that unless brooklyn is unbelievable in year one that they're probably going to be yeah. a step ahead um yeah oh and, yeah or, i mean i think we both agree that they're the favorites to come out of the east um, milwaukee is yeah I, I think so i i think people have kind of cooled off on milwaukee now because People are kind of catching on to like, oh, like, but you know, Bud might not be the greatest playoff coach, um, and, and so I think that like, it's been a weird swing away from like last couple of years. It's been like, oh, Milwaukee is the team to beat to now, like, uh, well, you know, maybe the Heat are the team to beat, maybe Boston is the team to beat, but I think Milwaukee still got the best team on paper. Well, we made plenty, plenty of fun of Bud in the Miami series. Yeah. But I think a yes. lot of that was you can chalk it up to the bubble a little bit. You can chalk it up to Spolstra yeah. just like being a master class <laughs> way better coach like yeah. if you're saying bud is like you know average to above average and spolster is like you know top two top three elite that's yeah. still a big jump so oh, yeah. um and that miami team did have things they could exploit so they had they had the defense that was you know ready for Giannis. they had the, the and they were hot they shot really they really shot really well. well jay crowder especially um that was a big yeah swing point that we've talked about throughout the playoffs actually but um yeah i was kind of worried about so 
two days ago, or maybe three days ago, uh, Giannis's barber actually posted on Instagram saying like, thanking Giannis for all the work that all the, all the things that he had done for the city. And then he later like deleted the post. So a lot of people were picking, picking that up and running with it as a sign that he was not going to resign. Um, so I, I sort of saw that as a bad thing and I was prepared to see him not sign the max, but I just thought that was an interesting tidbit to throw in there. Um, I think I was definitely more surprised that he did sign than if he hadn't. I thought he was going to wait at least. Or wait, um, yeah. Well, it's the, the narrative was that it seemed like he was like, well, it, it's become clear that he did want Bogdanovich and he did yeah. want even Bradley Beal, which is something that came up today, um, which I, I don't think a lot of people would have seen that coming. Um yeah, and I don't think the Wizards, they probably would have had to give up Middleton for that. Yeah, I don't think the Wizards would have sort of a lateral move there, um, and I don't think the yeah, Wizards would have it. So, but after the Bogdanovich side and trade fell through for whatever reasons it was, whether it was him not wanting to go to Milwaukee or them breaking the rules, it's still sort of unclear. Um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, that just shows that you know the organization has failed Giannis again." which is, I think, pretty stupid to think. Well, I don't know when they failed them the first time, you know? Yeah, because it, it's not like they've done a bad job building it's building the team around them. They've done a good not job. Um, yeah. So if people were taking that as a sign that he was going to leave, I think that's a, little, that's a little harsh. I think it's more about, like, the success of the team. You know, say they lose in the second round this year, that would be a disappointment, but um, – not signing a player in free agency is a little, yeah. a little bit of an overreaction. So, yeah, um, with the team that they built for him, and, and like with the the space that they were able to give him, like I don't know how much more he could ask for. I agree, um, and, and or people that did not like Middleton signing for as much as he did. You know, like I, I think well, we've been critical of that. I was, I was on that side too but right. the argument with that was also you have to keep him for Giannis and now that Giannis has signed that deal it, it makes sense it's been validated as well all right well obviously a big big win for the league big win big win for Milwaukee big win for just people who want to watch basketball um but let's move to the west here um where a fat James Harden has finally arrived in Houston um oh, vibes are very yeah. strange to say the least, PJ Tucker seems even more unhappy than Harden. Um, he's basically just like wearing a hoodie, uh, yeah. like like when you like pull the strings of the hoodie to their max, he just looks like a that's bad, like constantly. But like he's also talking in front of the media when he's doing that. So it seems like he wants out. Harden, Harden, when he did report for training camp or their practice, I don't remember what the what it actually was he I think it was a practice there was a lot of yeah there was some optimism for that but then like two days later a, a story came out that said he was like he hadn't changed his mind at all and he still wanted out <laughs> and he was also looking to go to the Bucks or Heat as well as the Nets um you would think that that Bucks rumor is probably close to dead now um with the Giannis yeah name. I don't think he's going to the Bucks. I can see that he have an interesting offer. 
Um, as to the Sixers, I think we've both we've both said that we don't think the Nets have enough. Um, unless they're, they're not going to Kyrie, it doesn't even seem like Houston has any interest in Kyrie. Um, yeah, and Kyrie and Katie have, have seemed more and more like a package deal over the yeah. over the last week or so. Um, yeah. So the Heat the Heat have an interesting trade to make um, with Hero. I think that there's a lot of people on Twitter that are like not willing to give up Hero for Harden. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It's that is you know, that reminds me of like the people who were saying two years ago that they wouldn't trade Tatum for Kawhi, but this is like worse. Yeah, no, it's like a lot worse. Like at the very least, you could see like Tatum has like a future. But like, dude, if you, if they get Harden, I think they're the favorites in in the East by far. And like Hero is nowhere close to what Tatum was. Hero's not even a starter, like official. Yeah. Like he can pr- his cap, I would think, is like becoming a very, very good starter. Yeah. I don't think he's a superstar. He can become a really good scorer, I think. I don't even really have like a player comparison for him, but I um, someone who like a Monte Ellis better shooting. I don't know, like some, something like that. Like a, yeah, I I don't even know. Like I, I was thinking like Bradley Beal from like a few years ago, but like Beal's also turned into like a really really good player now. So I don't think you can even hit like Beal's peak. Um, it's it's so tough. Like maybe a, a Middleton type role. I like that. I like that. I think yeah. Yeah. Middleton that's like the closest thing. probably a better driver and a little bit worse on defense. Yeah. Um, and like probably a little worse shooter, but like yeah. he makes yeah. up for it because he's a little bit more versatile. I don't know. Middleton's a lot more steady, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. For so sure. that's ridiculous. People saying that they wouldn't give up a uh, hero for yeah. Harden. It's not like Harden's – if Harden goes to Miami, he's not going to be unhappy. So that side of it doesn't no. matter either. So, hey, he's got a chance to win a title. That's I all he wants right now, yeah. I think. <laughs> I still think the Sixers are in pole position for him, um, but I also don't think – I mean, season is less than a week away. He's not going to be traded before the start of the season. Um, no I, chance. I think the chances that he gets traded before the deadline are a little better, but not by much. I, I it, Like, if the Rockets start off terrible, then maybe. But, like, if they're, if they're contending for a playoff spot, I don't think he gets traded. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, and, I, and it seems like they're going to be, you know, in the mix there. I haven't seen yeah. a lot from Christian Wood, but the John Wall stuff from the preseason has been pretty positive. Been promising. Yeah. He seemed he seemed like he hasn't lost a step. Um, maybe you hope that Boogie <laughs> can get a little better, but the the Tucker thing is really the the underrated cloud looming all over this. So I think if they can just find a way to offload Tucker, that would do a lot for the chemistry. Um, yeah. yeah, and he's still a pretty valuable piece for he's definitely a, guy a team like Miami. <laughs> I think a team like Miami, I think Golden State would love to take Golden a crack State at him. Love him. Oh, um, yeah. Potentially, yes. Some someone who is I looking mean, even Dallas, even Dallas might want. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, and him taking yeah. the place of Porzingis because um, Porzingis is going to be out for at least a at least a little bit to the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, and I think he gives them a little bit just more like grit, which they were kind of missing in the playoffs last year. And like, it's not a term that I like using a lot, but like, 
I think they they don't have that edge that a lot of these other playoff teams do. And like there's too much edge, which we saw with the Clippers, but like you need a little bit of edge. So I don't know. Yeah, they, they did need a little bit of an edge. I think I, I think they did Porzingis did step up to like Harold's bullying. And I think had they gone forward, he would have probably stepped up to, you know, even the more bullying of Dwight, which was something that Jokic struggled with a little bit before he just yeah, to start. decided I'm, I'm better than this guy. Like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do agree with the point that Dallas needs a little bit of an edge. Um, I think Josh Richardson is someone who could provide that a little underratedly. Um, uh, that, that really he kind of was an under the radar acquisition for the him for them. And um, it's, it's kind it's of like, for losing, uh, for losing South Curry. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's a good fit there. Um, but I, I like the Tucker and Dallas idea. If, you know, if Houston's looking for Tim Hardaway Jr. Or I don't really know what that looks like. Dwight Powell, maybe if they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can get Kleba, but I, I think Powell yeah. and Hardaway would probably be on the block for, for Dallas at this point. Okay. Well, next up, wanted to talk about um, Paul George signing a five-year max extension of his own, which I was surprised by this one too. Um, just was it only four years? Or is it it four be, plus one? Yeah, it's probably a four plus one, four plus player option at the end. Um, yeah. So, still surprising because the, the plan when him and Kawhi signed was that they would both be able to get out in 2021 and Kawhi still has that option. But Paul George is essentially taking himself out of that um, by signing this. And he said he wanted to be a Clipper for life. Well, he also said he wanted to be a Pacer for life. And he said he wanted to be on OKC for life um, in the past. (laughs) So you don't put a lot of stock in that, but you know, he's from LA. Um, The motivation's certainly there. Uh, Yeah. I'm hoping that he can have sort of a revenge season or I don't, I don't really know what the revenge would be for, but sort of like a, like shut up the haters season. Almost. Yeah, I really do. Like, I like not, not pandemic P, really but like post pandemic P a little bit. I like that. Yes. Like it's just, just show us something. Yeah. Vaccine P. Yeah, I don't know. Really we gotta come up with a P, like Pfizer P. Pfizer P. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hope. Yeah, I'm hoping that we could see some some better better days ahead for him. Um, and the Clippers, we'll talk about them when we do our um, season preview episode in a couple days for sure. But uh, yeah, that just him taking that extension was a little out of left field, and I. I yeah, I, I thought they were blowing it up, to be quite honest with you. Because um, Bomber was pissed. So, I, yeah, I Bomber was, was uh, That's It seems like that was that was, um, that was was him getting rid of Harold. And yeah. Just, I mean, he has every right to be pissed, honestly, because that yeah. meltdown was ridiculous. Um, people sending around the screenshot of them being up, what, like 82-65, Clippers lead 3-1, <laughs> and then they blow it. Oh God. Keep, oh God! Watching that was agonizing. Just keep waiting. I'm like, oh, Kawhi's gonna take over. Right. Yeah. No, right. take no. over. everyone's like, no, like he's not. Like, it's it's done. No, I never lost. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
Anyway, yeah, Clippers. You could, you could, you should hope. I think we talked about this either last time or the time before, but just Kawhi taking a bigger leadership role would go a long way. Um, and yeah. I do think Tyron Lue helps with that. But um, yeah, I think that's an underrated uh, little move that they made, and it's not like it's not a big deal. And like he's obviously coming from inside the organization, so I think it's a little bit different, but. I think it helps. I think it goes along with, um, and, I, and I think Doc just didn't really manage the egos really well. Um, which I don't know. I guess we kind of saw with like the whole Lob City era Clippers too. I, I don't know how big of like a deal that was with Doc, but I don't know. He's not. He's not. It the best like it was he's more the worst a, it. a division between like Blake and CP3. Yeah. Which um, I was sort of always on the CP3 side of that. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely tend to be. And, like, Blake was kind of young, a little bit immature. Yeah, I don't really understand what Blake – like, yes, you were yeah. – in 2015, you were really good, but yeah, I think but the rest like of the time you can tell that – Yeah, Chris Paul was sort of the engine that drove that run. Um, oh, yeah. But, anyway, on to preseason observations. Um, I have just a couple that I want to run through here quickly. Uh, so – KD comes out. KD and the Nets come out. They're playing the Wizards. I think this is their first game a few days back. He looks just as good as we left him, pretty much. I like that. Yeah. The defense. I, I saw a couple clips and like his movement looks fine. On offense, he's looking great. He's still got the first step. Um, he's got the handles are fine. Shot is fine. Um, you know, defense, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, they weren't playing, playing a great Washington team, so. Yeah, yeah they're, they're playing on opening night against the Warriors, so he'll have some he'll have some opportunity to be, like, guarding Wiggins and, you know, Oubre, who are not, like, top-tier talent. Explosive. Yeah, those, those are definitely players that, you know, are not, not easy to guard. So, um, he, looked, he looked great. Um, the chemistry with Kyrie seems to be there. Um, and that's – you know that that wasn't a guarantee whatsoever because those are the nope. those are two of the most expressive and um, <laughs> nothing held back personalities in the NBA. Um, free minds, we'll call them yes, free minds. Yes, well, especially Kyrie. Kyrie's a yeah. free mind, flat earther. I'm not talking to any media, but now I'm talking to media, um, yeah. kind of dude. So I'm excited to see that on opening night, um, and. Another thing was uh, Toronto's number 29 pick, Mal- Malachi Flynn, has looked great. Very good. Um, they played the Raptor. I mean, they played the Hornets um, a few days ago, and a lot of the clips that were going viral were of Lamelo's fancy passing, which was, you know, great. But um, Raptors won by, like, 20, and Malachi Flynn uh, definitely outplayed him. He's got just, like, a good feel – um, pick and roll wise, um, great, great shooter. So he's someone that I think can bring a lot of value for them off the bench when Lowry is getting his few minutes of rest. Um, and if Lowry fouls out or gets ejected because he's whining so much, which is possible. It's always on the cards. As, athletic- as Lowry's athleticism goes, his grifting goes up. So Way up. Oh, boy. And I think I mean, I'm, I'm, I love that, but I do think that it's, it's entertaining, but yeah, it could hurt. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think in the bubble, especially the, 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 the referees had a 
impact on games that is higher than yeah. Um, another one was uh, this guy, Nate Hinton, was someone we talked about in our draft podcast. He went undrafted, but the Mavs signed him to a two-way contract. Um, in their first preseason game, he, he did some good stuff. He had eight points, eight rebounds, four assists off the bench. Just another piece for their, their bench, um, and we'll talk about it next week. Um, I plan to talk about it a lot because I'm pretty high on the Mavericks this year. Um, yeah. actually, but their bench is looking like a very good unit that um, to destroy some of these other second units in the West. And he, he can become. And I think we saw some of that last year as well in the in the bubble. Um, yeah, just last year, last season. All their shooters, but I think they've I think they've even upgraded it this year with um, yeah some of the guys they've got. So um, Tyrese Maxey on the Clippers is um, in on on the Sixers. Um, Sixers was looking yeah. pretty good. Um, he had a he had to skip pass that a lot of people were excited about. He had a, he had a Euro step. Um, He's shifty. He, he was sort He's of like really shifty. yeah, he was sort of like almost controlling the game for them in the fourth quarter versus the Celtics. Um, it was, it was yeah. interesting to see. I didn't watch a lot of him in college. So honestly coming in, I didn't know a lot about him, but. He, he always looks like he's a little bit out of control, but like, he, he knows. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. His dribble's like high. He's like kind of like, yeah. he's, going, he's, he's like going fast, maybe like faster right. than like he needs to, but. Yeah. Um, but it, it works for him. So, yeah, okay. it works. Um, yeah. And the, the Sixers sort of need that someone to, come out for them um, and score in some of these games when, you know, and being just yeah. going through the motions and Tobias is playing horribly like Tobias. pretty much every game. <laughs> so, oh, God. Um, Halliburton was another guy we were very high on. Um, he's looked great for the Kings, especially last night uh, versus the That's Warriors. Yeah. 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 His reactions on defense, he fills up the stat sheet. He's like a – He's like a Draymond, but like a like a point guard Draymond. Like a, he's like a point guard Draymond, but like less defense, more offense. Uh-huh. Okay, doesn't make a shoot? lot of sense as a comparison, but like he he's a better shooter. He can just fill up the stat sheet from. But it's not it's not like he's like like hunting for rebounds either. He's just kind of like there, just doing it all. Um, it sucks that he's on the Kings, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe he can become the the Renaissance man for them. So yeah, I'm I'm or bring around a Renaissance for them. And then the, the Lakers, who don't need anyone really, um, Taylor Horton Tucker torched the Clippers and oh my god, um, he's someone that got barely any minutes for them last year, obviously, um, when they were making that deep playoff run, but um, he's someone that they've had on their on their roster for I think three years now, and he's, he's LeBron loves him. Yeah. LeBron loves him. I, I remember there's a there's a point in time when the only three players on the roster were LeBron Kuzma and, and Taylor Horton Tucker before they yeah. signed the Javales and Rondo and all those guys, right. yeah. um, and before they got AD and he he stuck with it, so he could be a piece for them. Um, Gasol has also made some nice passes to cutters. Um, which was something I think we talked about last week, but um, yeah, just they're shoring up. And I think, I mean, we'll talk about it next week, but they, they have to be considered the favorites again, I would think. Um, and then um, the Pelicans 
they have looked pretty good offensively. Uh, they beat the Heat the other night. I'm actually going to see them play the Bucks on Friday. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to see the the twenty the two hundred twenty eight million dollar man in Giannis and a little bit of Zion. I've not seen Zion play That's yet. Fun. Um, yeah. I haven't been able to go to games due to the due to the pandemic and. Um, I'm, 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 I was kind of surprised that I'm able, to, I'm even able to go now, but, um, yeah. How are you? It's, it's like very limited, isn't it? Yeah, it must. I, I mean, I, my, well, my grandma has season tickets, but, um, right, okay. I, I guess that they're just, maybe it's just season ticket holders. I don't really know. Um, yeah, that's what I would but, think. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, I've never seen Giannis live either and that's going right. to be to see. Be um, fun. Still waiting on LeBron. I've seen Kobe. I've seen Curry, KD. Oh, man, you've seen a bunch of them. Um, I've not seen Kawhi, but um, yeah, I mean, I've seen KD and Westbrook, but not I haven't seen Westbrook. Either. I've only seen KD when he's on the Warriors. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it was like an OKC San Antonio playoff game mm-hmm. like years ago. No, I have seen Kawhi. I've seen Kawhi for for San Antonio. Yeah, I saw Kawhi like before he was like Kawhi. Well, we went to a game we went to like one of the eight yeah, games Dallas that game, I right? actually played when he was sitting out for the whole year yeah yeah, the Nuggets, yeah and he came in for like 15 minutes we were like holy shit he's playing it's like um oh, but yeah I've, I've seen Davis of course tons of times but um yeah I'm excited to see yeah. Zion, especially Zion um because he, he's off the minutes restriction and he looked great versus right. the media, 26 and 11 they're running their offense more through him and Ingram as opposed to um, the well, – Hold on, sorry, you're right there, to be fair. What'd you say? Like, what guards you guys have that are, like, that good? Well, I mean, it, it would have been Drew, but, like, I'm happy that they're right. not like, doing a lot of stuff with Bledsoe. Um, yeah, yeah. And Adams is somebody that should help with our – um, we should lead the league in offensive rebounding with Zion and Adams. Probably, I think, yeah. I think being out of the top five would be considered a failure. So um, that, that'll be fun. And, you know, Zion still has a ways to go on defense. Um, and that's something. I got asked an interesting question, uh, like, right before we did this. Do you think Zion is a top 20 player in the NBA right now, if, if he's healthy? I'm still going to say no. Um, yeah, I, I was a little bit cautious to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say like, no on that. I think, I think you make an argument for top 30. Um, yeah. Because I think I could – I mean, you could definitely would 15 struggle with guys who, are, who I'm, like, confident are better than him. But like, Yeah. Yeah, 20 like – 25, I think, 30 guys, that's harder to do. I think he's, like, probably, like, if you're, if you're making a list, I'm not going to do it now, but, like, probably, like, yeah, somewhere yeah. in the 24 to 26 range. Um, yeah. I'm still putting, you know, I'm, I'm still putting people like Holiday. I'm probably still putting like, I don't know, like like Middleton's better. Middleton. Like, yeah, like yeah. Middleton's better. I'm not gonna even go down that road. Um, yeah, like CJ. Oh, CJ's definitely better. I think <laughs> definitely that, better. I think it's yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh my god. He's <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah. Like I, I don't know. This season he might end up as a top 20 player, but uh, I don't think he's there yet. So I think his scoring numbers are actually good. I think he I could think like average like 25 a game. I just think his defense yeah. has so, has been so bad. Um, and I think Van Gundy, yes, he can help on like the rotation side of it, but 
just is Zion just like falling asleep on the weak side is still something that like you're yeah, getting to see. That, yeah. Um, yeah. but then the Pelicans using Zion like a running back where they're just doing these little like almost pitches to him and he's Close, just, yeah. yeah it's just like kind of like running to the rim is pretty unstoppable and then can't, yeah and then the amount of offensive rebounds that he's going to get and other scoring opportunities should be very He could high. feasibly get, like, 25 and, like, 12, 25 and 10. Yeah, he could be – yeah, um, that's what we saw versus the Heat. So, that was that was intriguing. And then Ingram, I thought, looked a lot better on defense. Um, he just signed a max extension that we talked about last time. But uh, I, I'm hoping that they're running the offense primarily through Ingram um, and letting Zion sort of attack off the catch and then – Right. crash the boards not make not making him do too much um and yeah if, if they're if they're doing that i actually think that they they could be you know seventh seed eighth seed somewhere around that range but you do only need to be in the tenth you need, you need to be in the top 10 seeds to uh have a chance in the playoffs this year so um and then last thing on the pelicans before i'll let you run off about the suns and whatever else <laughs> um Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he was the 17th pick last year. Um, a lot of people were very high on him coming out. Uh, he had a pretty disappointing season, honestly. Um, and he's looked, he's looked a little better. His, his shot selection was a little bad in the Heat game. Um, his first half was def- definitely better than his second half. But he's someone that you're going to see of more, um, especially if Bledsoe starts to, like, really struggle and not, and not be motivated since he's on, like, a – sort of bad team um so look out for that and then kira lewis is someone that we got from alabama who's he was he was interesting too like in the on draft night yeah like he yeah he was he's he's quick um he can get to the rim uh so he'll be fun for us and then yeah what what do you think of uh chris paul son's debut (sighs) It's uh, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's still a little bit surreal, just kind of like seeing him in a Suns jersey and like playing with us. Um, but he he's been really solid for us so far. Um, he, I mean, he's kind of a known quantity, um, to be quite honest with you. And, and I think that uh, a lot of the little things have been going a long way for for him um, in terms of like how he's kind of been on the bench and like getting on guys and like harping on them to to do certain things that like he's seeing and like he genuinely like I know a lot of players get kind of talked about as another coach on the team he is like genuinely another coach on the team um which I think is going to help out Monty uh, and that coaching staff a lot uh and, and I think the main thing that that has really stood out for us or yeah in terms of our play and like how good we might end up being is, is how Aiden develops um he hasn't looked great in the first uh, couple of preseason games um he had a tough matchup in Gobert but like He's still kind of taking some bad mid-range shots. And, like, you really don't need him to be taking those shots um, when he could be attacking the basket a little bit more. Um, we'd love to see him be a lot more aggressive. Um, and, and I know that's something that, like, I mean, if you're on Sun's Twitter, like, he gets a lot of hate for not being, like, the aggressive self that he more was in college. Um, obviously, it's a big jump up, but he's got to kind of do it as a number one overall pick. Um, Langston Galloway, he's been like a crazy surprise shooting wise. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed oh his, his 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 <laughs> the musical stylings of Galloway on the on the Pelicans. He always went off against the Pistons. Uh huh. That was his old team. I, I just, right. Yeah, him. I called him Greenlight Galloway. It was, yeah, that was that was my probably the peaks of yeah. 
No, he's yeah, he's he's, like, he's pretty good. Confidence, yeah, yeah I solid. love it. Um, he's he's I, uh, he's he's confident, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been huge for us, and, and like I think the bench depth was a little bit of a a question mark, I guess, coming into the season as well. Uh, we picked up a lot of really interesting pieces. Um, I know Tyshawn. Well, Crowder is really good. I mean, that was a big Crowder has been yeah. Crowder was huge. Um, but like I think it's more like some of the younger guys and like campaign coming back and like how is he gonna be outside of the bubble? So um, it's been good to see them, you know, play like decently well. I don't take a lot of stock in preseason games, but like it's been nice to see positive things for the most part. Uh, out of everybody, um, I think we ended up losing both games to the Jazz, but uh, Booker looked like he hasn't skipped a beat. Um, Chris Paul looks. Well, if he's the booker that from the bubble, they're going to be special. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. And like his shooting, like it looks pretty much the same. Uh, he didn't play a ton of minutes, but I think he shot like seven for 11. Someone, I don't have it off the top of my head, uh, but he shot really well. Um, he's been efficient and he's like taking kind of the shots that he normally takes a little bit of mid range, uh, a lot of kind of weird fadeaways, spin move fadeaways. Um, like it's all very makeable for him um he lives in the mid-range and, and i think uh the spacing that we have this year is probably the best that we've ever had with booker um so i, I think that'll help him a lot um kind of get into some spaces that he maybe wasn't able to exploit last year um and, and kind of have a little bit more space to work with plus like you kind of have to worry about chris paul and like what he's doing so <laughs> i think it helps uh, more so than you had to do with like a rubio or honestly yes. even Ubre. i think Having Jay Crowder on the floor draws people. Having Cam Johnson on the floor draws people. So I think it helps. Okay. Um, well, anything from teams besides your own that you've seen? Um, um, I know there's not too much. Yeah, I think we covered most of the, the interesting storylines. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought Curry looked pretty good. Um, yeah. He, 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 just, looks... he got, out, he got to, to a hot start. Uh, Draymond just sort of seemed like he's – like Hart, well, Harden has gotten bigger. Draymond has slimmed down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and that that should be, you know, a boost for him as he gets older. Um, yeah. But I, I'm excited to see what that Warriors team looks like. Um, I think the one name. thing they were they were kind of harping on with the Warriors was like how much they actually move off the ball, which like you're gonna need. And I think Ubre does a good job moving off the ball, at least from his time in Phoenix. Um, Wiggins, maybe not. Yeah, so Wiggins is the question there. Um, <laughs> yeah. but they, they should be really good defensively. Um, is, yeah, is what I've seen. Um, I think Wiggins' like effort level might affect that as well. But I think yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could yeah. I I think Curry could take a step up defensively, and Draymond's good. And the bigs that they have, I mean, they have a lot of young bigs who are just kind of like energy guys that are willing to scrap and claw so um all right that, i think that about does it for our um Giannis reaction preseason reaction <laughs> but we'll be back uh early next week before the season starts on tuesday with some seating predictions some playoff predictions awards all that good stuff um so excited for that be on the lookout for that